welcome to Soul Inspired Leadership's latest podcast. And today our special guest is Eleanor Stutz. Now, Eleanor, I've known for some time uh, on social media, but today I'm pleased to, to be having on as my guest. Now, a little bit, little bit about Eleanor. She was a lady who broke through barriers long before people doing so, like breaking through barriers doing and doing that was popular. Against all odds, she defied the theme, women can't sell, to become the top producer at every company she ever worked, all the while ignoring the attempts to get her to quit. I suspect a bit of ego is at play there, I'm sure. So several years later, Eleanor lay motionless on a stretcher with an irreparable broken neck. Two visions appearing before her, a brilliant gold light encasing her entire body, giving her the reason to believe she would recover. She wholeheartedly knew she was about to embark upon empowering audiences far and wide. In the moment she negotiated a full recovery with the promise to be of service, the surgeon and the hospital staff anointed her with the title, The Walking Miracle. Stutz is also on the social media committee for Inclusion Allies Coalition devoted to diversity, equity and inclusion. Eleanor is the CEO of Smooth Sail and adapts, adopted the motto, Believe, Become, Empower. She is a motivational, inspirational speaker, author and sales trainer. Her two books, Nice Girls Don't Get the Sale, Relationship Building That Gets Results, is an international bestseller and is evergreen among the classics. Eleanor and her book were featured in Time magazine and the ABC TV View from the Bay. Her second book, Hired, has helped many persons secure their desired jobs. The Smooth Sale, which is the name of her business, the, the blog is rated as a top sales blog. And in 2021, Cred declared her as to be the top in the top 100 1% influencer. And CEO magazine declares Eleanor as one of the brightest sales minds to follow on Twitter. So that's why I'm so excited to have you on today, Eleanor. Welcome. Well, thank you for having me as your guest, Ross. I really appreciate it. And we were talking offline a little bit before we started, and, and some of the reason why we connect, because it's that leading from within, and it's leading from your, yeah, from your inner being. And so, and, and, I, and I guess a lot of that, as I was saying to you, or saying to, I've said this on the show many times, the really good leaders are very good salespeople, because they know how to connect and influence. So tell me, Eleanor, when you uh so what's what stage in your career did you it has started to evolve where you thought yes leadership influence is from within not from the headspace as i call it yeah it took me a long time to get there it was after my near-death experience yeah. that i realized i would never ever go back to corporate the treatment was atrocious mm -hmm. and um so I became an entrepreneur sales trainer and I was very successful uh, in Silicon Valley, but then we moved further north 
And people laughed at me at a conference when I said I was a sales trainer. Someone kindly came over to me and said, to establish credibility, <laughs> you've got to write a book. Yeah. And my book, Nice Girls Do Get the Sale, is became an international bestseller almost immediately. But it took a lot of reflection on everything that happened prior yeah. for me to get to the place where I realized it's our innate personality, how we grew up that affects how we think and what we do. But whatever didn't agree with us in our childhood, and believe me, I had lots of disagreements. <laughs> I was branded very badly, just so you know, including being stupid. Yeah. So I had to live with that most of my life. And you take all those awful experiences realize the lessons you learn from them and convert them into positives and build out your vision from there. And that's exactly what I did. All the awful treatment I had growing up and in corporate, that became my community service to help people no matter who they are, ethnicity. Um, it, it just doesn't matter, female, male just to advance their careers, believing in themselves. And that's what the near-death experience did. Mm -hmm. It taught me to believe, become, empower. Believe you can do it, become that person, and then teach others how, how to do the same. And I've stuck with that ever since. Yeah. And that's it's that what you're saying, to which, which actually I'm just brought back a memory of some of my old sales training in my uh, at some stage through my life. Uh, was the fact that turn adversity into advantage. It's that mindset yes. that we have problems. What 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 can I learn out of this? What can I gain? What value can I get out of it? All those sorts of things. Rather than feeling sorry for yourself, you turn it into an advantage, which is what you're saying you did. Absolutely. I mean, my book's not, not to be advertising, but it's a perfect example. I originally self-published. That was the style of the yeah. day. And I was so proud of it. I brought copies to a social gathering and gave every couple a copy. And one man really nastily said to me, well, if your book were any good, a publisher would have picked it up. <laughs> and I just smiled in my mind. I was thinking, yeah. you can eat my dust. <laughs> and the next Monday, that was Saturday. Monday, I met someone who was just getting started representing authors to publishing houses. I hired her on the spot. And the next thing you know, the magic happened. Yeah, so listen yeah. to the negativity because they're gold nuggets in there and move forward with it. Yeah, I agree. It's it's a little message from the universe or wherever it's coming from. It's yeah. you, you don't deny the messages. You, and that was a subtle message. And particularly, they quite often come not with a sugar coating on it. They, they come with prickle, <laughs> prickles all over it. But that's a message. Yes, yes. Yes, I understand. So, and so when we look at your other book, um, you're talking about um, sell yourself there again and, and be hired. What are some of the key things there in selling yourself? Because a lot of people on the show are aspiring to be promoted, look for another job, but, but, but as I said, be promoted, look for another job, or, or just trying to impress uh, the leaders around them, et cetera. What are some of the key things they should be considering or be doing? Oh, absolutely. Um, I was always asked what I thought were ridiculous questions. That's being polite. 
but you have to put yourself in the frame mind of the person asking it and come up with a clever answer. So my best example is, uh, if you were to be an animal, which one would you be? So I was putting, I, I was applying for a sales job. So I applied it to that. And I said, there's no doubt I would choose to be a giraffe. And she looked shocked. And she said, why? <laughs> I said, because when you see them running across the plains, as I did in Africa, and her oh. eyes opened wide. Yeah. I said, they're beautiful. Their coats shine. They're attractive. And they're one of the taller animals. Salespeople are accused of always going after the low-hanging fruit. Mm. But as giraffe, I would be able to pick off the hottest apple <laughs> off the tree and get to where yeah. no one else could. Yeah. And she was just stunned by the answer. It tied everything together, and I was hired. I'm sure you would have been. That's, so, good. That's good rationale. Yeah. Thank you. So I just want you to know, in my initial pledge to give back to communities, I began with teaching job seekers how to sell themselves on interviews. Mm -hmm. And I was doing a, a public workshop. This was long ago. And uh, an IT person came in and he took me aside. and said, I just want you to know that I believe all this is nonsense. And I want to prove to myself that it is. That's why I'm here. I said, well, thank you so much for spending the time. I appreciate it. Please do me a favor. After I'm done, please let me know if you still think it's ridiculous or there's some merit to it. He said, okay, I will. And he kept his promise. And afterwards, I said, so what did you think? He said, I owe you a big apology. That was brilliant what you shared with me. And uh, the job my feel good moments were all the thank you notes of people having attended the workshops sent me thank you notes saying that my information helped them secure the jobs they wanted. Yeah, that's, that's where the value is. It's, it's, yes, the, absolutely. it's yeah, it's the, having those, those little wins for people helping them have their wins. That's, uh, that's the enjoyment I get out of coaching the same thing. So, when, so, so tell me about the, the leading from within, what's that mean to you? Learning from within? Leading from within, yeah. Leading from within. It's um, being silent. Let me go back to my childhood. No mm. one would speak to me. I was always alone. So I'd watch myself in the mirror and i talk to myself. It sounds <laughs> nutty. But I would watch. I would... I began to um, do two sides of every conversation that I heard, the pros and the cons. That was my sales training as I look back. Mm -hmm. And I'd look at you know my facial expressions and body language. Years later, I took a sales training, a speaking class, excuse me, a three-month-long mm -hmm. one. I was scared to death up front. And by the end, I was the grand prize winner because I was able to share hard stories, difficult challenges I faced and turn it into laughter. And I became yeah. the grand prize winner at the end. So fast forward, that was the third month of selling. Leading from within is listening, sharing experiences. I never sold the typical way. Well, I wasn't permitted training up front, so I was just myself. And leading from within, when someone said to me, something that reminded me of a previous experience i would stop the conversation tell them about the experience the lesson i learned 
and they'd start laughing and say, that's great. Here's what happened to me. And pretty soon we connected hearts and minds mm. and we became friends. And my first job, uh, the CEO by the fourth month said, if you don't buy from her, you're wasting valuable company time. You have to buy from her. The fourth month, believe it or not, I was the top representative, not knowing anything about what I was supposed to sell or how to sell it yes. because I wasn't trained on it. Yes. And um, so beginning sales, that was leading from within. Now, I just share my insights for other people to take, whether they like it or they, you know, or they gives them pause to think, and then they can run with it the way they see fit, but encouraging people to do what they believe is right in their realm. Yeah. And that's, 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 that's leadership. I mean, the good leaders all have the ability to sell and it's those attributes, like you're saying, it's connecting heart to heart. It's asking questions, listening. It's it's telling stories. It's being interested in the person for the person's sake. All those things make up good leaders and, and also good t top salespeople. Right. Yeah. Because um, I I loved, initially I was the sole saleswoman, and they all said. <laughs> that the way I sell is ridiculous. I said, well, if it's ridiculous, can you explain why I'm always at the top of the scoreboard? I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. Please tell me. Tell me so I can slide Dance down. Silence. So I can slide, <laughs> I can slide down the slide down the list. Yeah, tell me what you're doing so I can slide down. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, and like, like yeah. yes, I can understand the challenge because um, yeah, sales was a process. It was a male-dominated sort of uh, profession, uh, and I was in it at one point. Uh, was uh, and it, and that would have been. I'm just. I was trying to recall how many women that would have been in the organisation I was, and I, I, I'm yet to think of one. That just shows the the challenge you you would have had. And so you did something different because you're new to it. You didn't follow the normal thing. If I'd joined that same organization when you did, I probably would have been brought into the fold, taught what I had to do, the old, that method, where you've just done your own because no one was that interested in teaching you. You just did intuitively, which is connecting with people heart to heart. My, compare, my favorite comparison is selling should be and is to be like improv. You're on stage, you don't know what to expect, how you're going to be received, and you can't go with a script, and that's what the men were given. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're all sales scripts. Yeah. You have to be spontaneous, listen, observe, and ask lots of questions so that the clarification of their perspectives come into being, and then you can uh, talk together. It's a 50-50 every step of the way. Mm -hmm to advance the sale and all the you attributes of a good leader. The business. that's it that all the attributes of a good leader you've got to earn you've got to earn respect earn trust from employees yes, that's the whole key absolutely mm. in fact my trust. pin tweet says trust is the soul of sales and yeah. everything else you do yeah a friend of mine wrote a book the trust economy which basically everything everything's underpinned with trust and and, and he's right Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
So it's it's and there again, you can't demand trust. You've just got to earn it, and earning it is heart to heart. It's 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 executives being being humble and being transparent, and people trust you. If you withhold too much, they won't trust because subconsciously humans know you're withholding information. And yeah, I'll tell you something funny. Um, you bring it up because I wasn't permitted training. They expected me to fail. So when people <laughs> invited me in for an appointment, I would ask, what motivated you to invite me in? It was so I would know what to continue doing. They'd all tell me, you know, why they invited me in. And then, you know, the conversation took off from there. Oh. So always their perspective first, and then you know how to proceed and what questions to ask. Yeah, yeah. Good leaders ask good questions. They're again, they're not their questions by thinking on their feet as to what's what they can see and observe and hear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you see it on social media today where people try to sell you up front. Hey, I think you need this service and we could do this, this, and that. And it's like, <laughs> why do you think that? Uh, how would you know? <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, we all have good intent, but quite often the key is ask questions yes and listen with the heart absolutely and be there to serve to fix problems to improve the situation that's why you're there no other reason if you can't help them advance they're not going to help you advance that's right. yeah, and again leadership's about adding value to people whoever you connect with you should be you'll be adding value whatever that value is that's okay it's but it's adding value you don't go there to take away value. You go there to add it. And exactly. Oh, I see quite a lot of executives that I have to coach sometimes basically take away value from people by the way they treat them. Yes. And and they expect them to be engaged and to be keen on their work. When you take a value away, you're not getting that. You've got to add value, give them energy with the addition. Then they can do something. Then they're connected. I'll tell you another favorite story, yeah. <laughs> not one that I wish on anybody, <laughs> but um, I was advised when I took my fourth job to take 100% commission because the salary for women was disgraceful. No. So um, I took 100% commission and pretty soon and I was top producer and the manager had the nerve to complain to me that it's no fair that I'm earning more money than him. <laughs> Oh, Lord, yeah, I, I did, yeah. yeah. That's, to me, that was always the, the best thing for a sales manager is when all your all your salespeople are earning more than you are. Then yeah, you'd think it. he'd be happy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, he might have been if you were male, but I'm suspecting, but maybe just not so much female. Okay. But, yes, it's, it's you get you deal with egos in the business world, very interestingly so. And we still have a long way to go with equal yeah, pay. Long way to go. Yeah. Yes, that's that's still a challenge. I see it improving, but yes, a long way to go. Because you, you come from a long way back. It's, it's a long <laughs> way back. So you got a lot of ground. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're in the marathon, but you gradually you've still got a long way to go to catch the leader or equal the leader. Yeah, you're coming through the pack. Yeah. Coming through the pack. So, Eleanor, when you look at um one question when you or one one thing you want to leave sorry to to the listeners what what would you say 
one thing to last in their memory when we finish the podcast. To believe in yourself that you can achieve anything you want. Don't live life with, with regret. Uh, no matter who say what to you, if there's something that's meaningful, if you can be of service to other people, go for it with all of your heart and mind and get the training and the help you need to advance forward. You can do it. Believe in yourself. I said, believe in yourself. And if you need help, ask for help. That's it. So believe in yourself. Believe. To me, belief in your inner self comes from the inner you. Your doubts come from your head because you, you you're trying to compare yourself with everyone else, but the inner they you can't do that. No, they can't. The inner you, no one can compare with that, and that's that's what you draw on for that strength to do what yeah. you want to be doing. Yeah, we're all unique beings, and we have to come to terms with that. Very true. Very true. Look, so on that note, Elnor, I'm really pleased to have you on the show today, and thanks to the uh, our listeners out there. Appreciate for listening today at Science by Leadership's latest podcast. I really appreciate the opportunity. It's a treat, Ross. Thank you. Okay. And, and wonderful to meet you. And see you next time. Thank you.